Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, AJ Hogue, where AJ's more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's AJ with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Hey, join my VIP program. Speak English at an advanced level. Raise your English level, your speaking, your fluency to an advanced level. Speak powerfully, speak confidently. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com I am talking to you again from Osaka, Japan. Sitting outside the coffee shop near Namba Station that's in the southern part of the city. It is another hot summer day. Sitting on a a chair, a bench, a long chair next to the coffee shop on the sidewalk. So it's a sidewalk. So people are walking by and riding their bicycles going past me as I talk to you. And of course there's a street. You can probably hear some car noises. You can hear the sounds of cars going past me sometimes. You'll hear the sounds of people walking by, talking to each other sometimes. You might hear the sounds of a train above me. Because this coffee shop is underneath the train tracks. Naomba Station is a big train station here in Osaka. A lot of lines, a lot of train lines and subway lines connect together at Naomba Station. So, there are a couple train lines that are above ground. And they're going, a couple of those lines are right above me right now. Directly above me. And the coffee shop is actually built directly under the trains. So you can hear the trains going over me sometimes. Maybe you can hear it. I'm not sure if you can hear it. I can hear it. So these above ground train station, train lines rather, go into Namba Station, and then Namba Station also connects to a couple of subway lines too. I have my iced coffee next to me. Hmm. Take a little sip. Take a little drink. Hot and humid today. A little bit hazy today. And what is hazy? That's a new word for us for weather. Hazy describes uh, visibility, not temperature. Hazy is that kind of, especially in the summer, we can get hazy weather. That's where, you know, it's really hot. 
and there's this kind of very, 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 very thin white or even a little bit gray uh, clouds. And they're not even, hardly even clouds, really. Right? It's just, it's not clear. There's like, there's enough moisture or humidity in the air that the sky is not perfectly blue, right? It's It's almost a little bit white. And we say that's hazy. Now, sometimes that's caused by pollution. In a city like L.A., Los Angeles, for example, it's hazy because of the pollution. But sometimes it's caused just by the, the, the heat and the humidity combining. Those two together can create a kind of haziness where the sky is not perfectly blue, even though really there are no... There are no big clouds. So it's a bit hazy today. The, the sky is a little bit white-ish. A little bit white. I can see blue, but it's kind of got some white as well. Now, yesterday, there was no podcast, no show yesterday. I was a little busy yesterday. Got busy with a few things, and so... No show yesterday, but we're back today with the audio podcast. Again, I've been thinking more and more about this, about the power of audio. Honestly, I think that for learning English and and learning many things even, not just English, not just language, that audio is really the best. I think audio is my favorite. Video's nice. You can see my face sometimes. So there's a little bit, maybe a nice feeling of connection. You can maybe sometimes feel the emotion of what I'm talking about a bit more looking at a video. So that's nice. That's why I do the videos. And I will continue to do the video show too. But audio overall is the best, I believe. It has so many great advantages. And the biggest one is you can listen while you do other things. You can listen to audio while you walk around. You can listen to audio while you drive. You can listen to audio while you wash the dishes. You can listen to audio while you sit in a bus or a train. Look at your environment, right? You can do lots of other things. You can go shopping and still listen to audio. Hard to do most of those things with video because you're always going to be looking down at your phone. You know, if you're walking, you're going to walk into things. You're not paying attention to your environment, so not so good. If you're driving, definitely don't do it. Driving is dangerous if you're watching a video. So audio. I think that's why most of my lessons are audio. I occasionally will add some videos just again for so you can kind of see my face. It creates a little bit of connection, but primarily, mostly, all of my courses are based on audio. That includes the VIP program, that includes Power English, the pronunciation course, and the original course. They're all based on audio. The power of audio. Now, we've had a couple themes, a couple main topics the last few weeks for the Everest English Show. Just recently, I've been talking about the evils of school. 
and also a little more generally talking about fear, 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 fear. Uh, the, the great amount of fear that I have seen in comments, in social media, especially connected to our Rich Dad book, Financial Freedom, Starting a Business, Becoming a Freelancer, um, Homeschooling, all these things that are different than the normal way. I got a comment yesterday on Twitter that said, Oh, AJ, please don't talk about the schools. It's a negative topic. I thought about it for a minute. Say, well, is, is it negative? Should we avoid talking about that? But no, <laughs> we should not avoid it. See... On one hand, we want to be positive, but we need to be clear about what is positive thinking. Because some people have, I think, a very, um, I would say, foolish or shallow understanding of what is positive thinking. What do we mean when we say positive thinking? And, and there's a kind of, there's one kind of very shallow and I, I would say uh, weak version of positive thinking. And that's where you just always have to say, everything's good, everything's good, everything's good. Oh, everything's wonderful, everything's wonderful. Hey, everything's wonderful. That's not positive thinking. At least it's not skillful positive thinking. It's not intelligent positive thinking. That's what I might call denial. Denial means you are ignoring truth. So being positive and thinking in a positive way does not, absolutely does not mean that you deny the truth. And you most certainly do not, do not deny unpleasant truths, difficult truths. That's foolish. That's idiotic. A clear example of this. Let's say you break your leg. You break your leg. You, you, you have an accident and you break your leg. Is it going to help you to just say, Oh, my leg's fine. My leg's fine. To think positively. I'm going to think positively. My leg is okay. My leg is okay. My leg is okay. And then just try to pretend that your leg is fine and try to walk with your broken leg. No, that's not positive thinking. That's stupidity. Skillful positive thinking means you first must understand reality, truth. You must be truthful. Positive thinking without truth is stupidity, is delusion, will produce very negative results for you. If you break your leg, step one <laughs> is to see the full truth. My leg is broken. It's not negative thinking to see the truth. My leg is broken. Okay, that's not positive or negative. It's just the truth. Now, you might f have negative feelings about it because you're in pain. But recognizing the truth and being honest about it, honesty is not negative. Nor is it positive. It's just the truth. So it always must start from the truth. 
What we mean by positive thinking is what, how do you handle the truth? Okay, that's the part where thinking positively comes in. My leg is broken. Now what are you going to do about it? That's where then you have a judgment. That's where you have a decision. You could be negative and just say, ah, my leg is broken. I can't do anything. I'm just going to sit here and cry and cry and cry. Ah, ah, I'm a victim. Ah, ah, I'll never walk again. My life is over. Right? That's negative thinking, right? The truth is the truth. Your leg is broken. Now, you could, if you're going to be negative and pessimistic, then you, right, then you make it worse in your mind. You make it much worse than it is. It's terrible. I'll never recover from this. My life is over. I'll never walk. That's negative thinking, and it's, uh, obviously, it's also foolish. So what would positive thinking be? Well, positive thinking, then, is you first step, again, you always must start from the truth. So you start from the truth. My leg is broken. But instead of going into all this crying and being a victim and everything's going to end, you then you think positively, meaning you start looking for solutions, right? You have confidence in yourself to overcome this problem. So, of course, what do you start thinking if you're positive ah, I can't okay my leg is broken I'm in pain ah this is terrible of course it's not fun it feels terrible but I can I can deal with this what can I do of course go to the doctor I'm gonna go to the doctor and uh, I can go to the doctor I can uh, get the bone Repaired, right? They will line it up and they'll give you a cast. And okay, it's going to be hard, but I can change my nutrition so that uh, maybe to help myself recover faster. And then I'll do some research about, you know, anything I can do to help recover faster. And then I'll, maybe I'll have to do some exercises and as my bones will grow back together, my leg will recover. I'll do physical therapy. I'll get stronger. I will overcome this. And I can even, at the, in the end of it, have even stronger bones, have an even stronger leg. I can use this to grow stronger. See, that's positive thinking. That's positive thinking. But it's still focused on the truth. The beginning truth is that your leg is broken. So this idea that we must completely avoid the truth. So, for example, about the school system, let's just not talk about it. Let's just pretend everything's okay. No, that's that's not going to help you. The truth is the truth. The school systems are evil. The truth is the truth. Most people are afraid, even terrified, to be different to become financially free, to do what's necessary. So that's the truth. The question then becomes what to do about it. Right? So, 
again, we have the sickness. We have the problem. That's the first step, recognizing the truth. Especially, you know, it's pretty easy to recognize and to accept positive truths, right? When, you, when everything's wonderful and great, oh, that's easy to accept. You don't have to really try. But when things are difficult, when we have a problem, when there's a disease, when there's a weakness, a lot of people will try to use positive thinking as an excuse to ignore it. No, 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 no. You must accept the truth as it is. Don't make it worse in your mind. Don't make it worse than it is. That's pessimism. That's negative thinking. But also don't ignore it. Now, the positive side of this, the way you think positively, is that you have a mindset of always looking for solutions. You accept problems and you see them as real, but your next step is always to focus on solutions, focus on the cure. Right? If you have a sickness, then you don't just focus every day on how sick you are. No, you search for a cure. It's the same with problems. You will have problems in your life as long as you're alive. You will never, ever, ever get rid of problems. Nor will I. None of us will. So, trying to pretend there are no problems, that's crazy. That's what crazy people do. To be optimistic, though, to think positively, to be powerful, to be successful, you focus on the solutions. You focus on the opportunities. So the truth is, the schools are evil. The truth is, many people, perhaps you, are afraid. What's the next step? The next positive step, then, is, to, is the good news. The good news is you can overcome fear. How do you know this? Because many, 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 many people have done it. Many, many, many people have been afraid. But somehow, they overcame the fear anyway. Many, many, many people have suffered in school. But then... They became independent learners. They overcame all of those problems. Many people have been poor, miserable and unhappy with their money and finances. And they overcame those to become successful and free. That's the good news. That's the positive part. The positive part is that you can develop your enthusiasm and energy. You can develop greater understanding of the truth. You can develop your courage. No matter how bad things are now, you can improve them. And most importantly, you can improve yourself. You can become free. You can become an independent learner. You can become financially independent. Not by ignoring the problems, but by seeing them clearly and then 
doing what you need to do to overcome those problems. With faith, with confidence, step by step. That's the good news. See, there are two sides to this. We say in English, it's a nice idiom, there are two sides to every coin. Every coin, like a quarter or a dime, right? A coin, money. A coin, like metal, metal money, right? Every coin has two sides. And now in, in America, we say heads and tails, the two sides of a coin. But the idea of this, there are two sides to every coin, it means every situation, you can look at it from two different sides. So you can look at a, at a situation like the school systems being terrible and evil. That's one side of the situation. That's one side of the coin. That's one viewpoint. It's true. But here's the, here's the good news. There are two sides because with every problem like that, if you look carefully, you will also find great opportunities for solutions for success, for growth, for learning, for becoming stronger. There are two sides to every coin. My VIP program is an audio program. It means you learn with your ears. This is so important to learn English with your ears. The schools mostly focus on learning with your eyes, reading textbooks, reading grammar rules, reading vocabulary lists. I mean, that's okay for reading, but it doesn't help your speaking. To improve your speaking, you must get audio, audio input, right? You've got to learn English with your ears. That's why my VIP program is an audio program. It's an audio program. You learn with your ears. The second very important thing you need is repetition. Especially repetition of the most common, the most important phrases, structures, grammar, and vocab of English. That's how you become fluent. That's how you learn to think in English. Think in English, not translate from your own language. And that is one of the key benefits of the VIP program when you follow it as I tell you to. Trains you to think in English. It's designed to teach you to think in English. And that's where you become truly fluent. Truly fluent in English. You're not thinking in your own language anymore. Everything's happening only in English. Now for that to happen, you need lots and lots of audio input, listening. And for that to happen, you need a huge amount of repetition especially of the most common, the, what we might call the core, the center of the English language. Spoken English. Spoken audio. So try my VIP program. Just go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com 
Join my VIP program. Listen to those audios every single day. Get that repetition. So every group of lessons that you get, you're going to listen to them daily, 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 daily for two weeks. You're going to learn everything very, very deeply. Another important rule of the Effortless English system, learn deeply. You're learning for mastery in the VIP program. So that's Effortless EnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program at Effortless EnglishClub.com. Okay, two sides to every coin. Two sides to every coin. See, here's the interesting thing about problems. Opportunities are contained in problems. There are opportunities inside of problems. This is what entrepreneurs understand, people who start businesses. That problems in life, problems that people have in general in their lives, are entrepreneurial opportunities. That's where the opportunities are. And even in just in general, not just business, in general in life, opportunities are found within problems. Positive thinking, optimism, It comes from hunting for, searching for the opportunities inside of problems. Not from ignoring the problems. Not from pretending the problems aren't real. Not from pretending the problems are smaller than they really are. No. Seeing the truth. But then seeing the whole truth. And the whole truth is that even with very big difficult problems... There are opportunities there. Opportunities to learn. Opportunities to grow. Opportunities for improvement. Tremendous opportunities. See, the people who are unskillful, people who are afraid, people who are trained by the school systems, they see problems and only problems. They see problems as bad. They see problems as only negative, only bad. They only see the surface. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is a problem. But the skillful look more deeply. They say, this is a problem. Where are the opportunities? They're opportunity hunters, right? Remember I did a show about this a few weeks ago about this hunting mentality the mentality of a hunter a searcher always searching for looking for opportunities constantly it's a it's a change in mindset it's a change in attitude so that when you see a problem you don't immediately go oh it's a problem and try to run from it or ignore it or feel negative and sad and weak because of it instead 
you see that problem and your first thought is where are the opportunities you become curious like a hunter you're searching you start searching for what are the opportunities inside of this problem what are the opportunities created by this problem so for example the school systems let's talk about that the school systems are evil absolutely I'll give you my own my own viewpoint because the school systems are so bad I had the opportunity to start effortless English and to be very very successful with effortless English because of the terrible school systems you were motivated to become an independent learner you were motivated to go online to get on the internet and search for better ways to learn English you took control of your own learning that has made you more powerful that has made you stronger because now that you are an independent learner you can use that same mindset that same attitude for any learning for any topic you're doing it with English now you can also do it with business you can also do it with work and your career you can also do it with parenting you can also do it with teaching your children you can also do it with health you can also do it with fitness right this whole attitude of being an independent learner of being the master of your own life it's made stronger by those problems you are reacting to the problem of this terrible terrible school system and your reactions made you stronger and smarter not only in English but in many areas of your life and that can grow and grow and grow and grow as a result of that terrible situation you are growing smarter stronger more free more independent more a master of your own life all those opportunities were inside of that problem now in the area of money this is exactly the same this is one of the key 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 points one of the key traits one of the key mindsets one of the key attitudes of entrepreneurs that makes them different from people who are wage slaves people who are passive people who are too afraid entrepreneurs still have worries of course they still have fears of course but they have this this powerful mindset of looking for opportunities looking 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 constantly for opportunities see a lot of people they they want to start a business for example they think they want to they start researching it or maybe they start making a few taking a few steps and then they hit a problem and then they just want to quit oh I can't do it but the entrepreneur will say hmm how can I overcome this problem what are the opportunities in with this problem people who are unskillful who don't yet understand will often say well what kind of business should I start what kind of business should I start they're looking for me or someone else to tell them to give them the answer just like in school teacher give me the answer teacher give me the answer 
That's not entrepreneurial thinking. That's not skillful thinking. The skillful person, the entrepreneur, the independent learner, instead thinks, where are the opportunities? with problems so they start looking what problems in life can I solve for other people what problems in life can I solve for other people that's where the business opportunities are there are thousands and thousands of them no one's gonna just give this to you but if you start to look around you will find them everywhere you can start with your own life what problems do you have in your own life that are frustrating you can probably make a long list just notice each day as you live your life when whenever you have something that's a problem that's inconvenient that's frustrating write it down that's all just write it down make a list make a long list after a few weeks you should have a fairly long list it can be little things doesn't have to be big just little frustrations little problems that are annoying that are difficult to you that you have to deal with And after a few weeks, then just go and look at your list. Read your list. You have a list of business opportunities. That is now a list of possible potential business opportunities. All you need to do is find one, one on that list, one problem that other people have also, that other people share. And then you just have to figure out how can I solve this problem or make this problem easier or less frustrating for other people. For myself first and then for other people. Now you have a business. It's as easy as that. So I can't give you a business idea because there are thousands of them. I don't know. I don't know. what. But often I think that the best business ideas are problems you have dealt with that have frustrated you tremendously because then you understand them very well and you understand how difficult they are and how frustrating they are. Therefore, when you figure out how to solve them for other people and serve other people in that way, you will be very effective. So that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. Can you see how the problems and the negative things in your life can then be turned into a big positive opportunity, an opportunity for a business, an opportunity for financial freedom? Let's, let's think of an example. Uber. Okay, that's a big, big company. Most of us are not going to start a big company like that, but still, what does Uber do? It solves a problem. I know very well. Uber started in San Francisco. And when I, when I was living in San Francisco before Uber, I, I always hated dealing with the taxis. It was always difficult to get a taxi. The taxis, you would try to get a taxi. They just ignore you and drive by. Even worse, several times I had to go to the airport to fly. I would call the taxi company. They would say, okay, we're sending a taxi. And the taxi would never arrive. Would never arrive. One time I had to run down to the subway station and just barely, just barely made my plane because a taxi didn't come. So these taxis had a monopoly in San Francisco and in many other cities. 
and therefore their customer service was terrible. They were expensive. They had bad attitudes. Dealing with taxis in San Francisco was frustrating. It was a problem. A problem I had, a problem many, many, many people shared. We used to, people, my friends and I would always talk about how annoying the taxis were. Well, obviously somebody, the founders of Uber, thought, hmm, here's an opportunity. This frustrating, difficult taxi situation that's so annoying, what if we could solve it? What if we could make it much more convenient? What if we could make it cheaper? easier, more convenient, more reliable. And then they figured out a way to do that with an app. Push a button on your app and in less than five minutes usually, here comes a car. Amazing. And it's cheaper than the taxis. (laughs) Cheaper, more reliable, more convenient. They solve the problem They made it less frustrating for people. Boom. Well, you can do that on a small scale. You don't need to start a gigantic company like that to do it. You can find smaller problems, easier problems to solve. Even in our own lives, problems can become opportunities. I mean, one of the main ways is that problems can test us and push us to grow stronger, smarter, more creative. And by becoming stronger, smarter, and more creative, we become more successful in all areas of our life. So let's say you have the problem of being weak and kind of sick. Well, a lot of people become weak and sick, and then they just complain about it. They never do anything about it. But some see it as an opportunity, an opportunity to figure out their own health, an opportunity to be their own doctor, right? Because they'll go to doctors and doctors will give them advice and none of it will work and they just try to give them drugs and and it's a terrible situation and some people just decide enough of this, I'm tired of trusting these doctors. I'm going to figure it out myself. And they just start reading books and books and books. And they start trying different uh, diets and ways of eating. And they start trying different ways of exercising. And step by step, little by little, they take control of their own life, their own body, their own health. And they figure it out. And they become much healthier, much stronger, much more energetic. And much more knowledgeable about their own health and fitness. Jack Lane is a perfect example. You know, my, my great role model for health and fitness, Jack Lane. Well, guess what? He started as a sickly teenager. He was sick all the time. Sick all the time. And he was so tired of being sick, he decided, I'm going to figure this out and become healthy. So he started trying to research it. He started reading books about it. He finally went to a seminar by a guy named Paul Bragg. He followed Paul Bragg's advice and he got stronger. He got healthier. And then he continued learning and experimenting and trying things and he became one of the strongest, healthiest people of his generation. He lived to be, I think it was 94 actually, or 93 or 94. Was still healthy at the age of 93. In his 90s, still strong, active, 
mentally and physically. A great, great role model of health, fitness, energy. All because he had all difficult health problems as a teenager when he was young. But he decided to search for the solutions, search for the opportunities. That problem made him, gave him the opportunity to become strong, gave him the motivation to become strong and super healthy. And as a result of that too, he didn't only help himself, he helped himself of course, but then he wrote books, he had a TV show, he made videos, he helped thousands and thousands, maybe millions of people also become healthier. All because he had that problem when he was young. So you can imagine, imagine if instead, as a teenager, he just decided, I'm going to ignore this problem. I'm going to think positively. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And he's just going to try that thing like from the secret. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just, just imagine that he's fine all the time. I'm good. I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. And he didn't make any changes. He didn't look for the opportunities. He didn't accept the truth of his problem, of his bad health. Well, then he just would have, nothing would have happened. He would have not changed. He would not have grown stronger, right? The first step is he had to accept the reality, and it was not a happy reality for him. He was miserably unhealthy. It's what you do next that's important. It's not the situation. Okay, we're not going to ignore reality. The truth in life is we have a lot of tough situations. Some people, very, very terrible situations. All of us, for example, will age and all of us will die. So none of us can avoid that. And along the way, we're going to face many, many difficulties. So trying to ignore that is, is again, it's foolish. It's, it's not that that's the key point that is unavoidable it's not positive thinking to pretend that's not going to happen it will happen anyone who's lived long enough already knows this (laughs) you can't avoid it this is the reality of life the positive strength strength the positive thinking the positive attitude comes in the second step What do I do about it? How am I going to use this difficulty? How am I going to use this problem? What am I going to learn from it? How am I going to change and adapt? That's where the positive thinking comes. The second step. It's the second step. And it is indeed very powerful, as we can see from the Jack LaLanne example. So great. And there's so many inspiring, amazing stories like this. Here's another cool thing about this, by the way. It's a lot more fun. See, again, life is going to hit you with problems. Life is going to hit you with suffering. No doubt. Absolutely zero doubt about that. It's going to happen. Again and again and again. Now, if you just focus on that only, of course, then you get, you become, you get weak 
unhappy, negative, pessimistic, a victim mentality. On the other hand, if you develop this mindset of an opportunity hunter, an opportunity hunter, many of these problems, not necessarily all, but many of them can become exciting, actually. Problems can become sources of excitement because you will train yourself to immediately start looking for the opportunities. So when problems come, difficulties come, it's, it's, it's almost like a challenge. You're like, yeah, okay. You, 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 your energy actually will go up instead of down. Your energy will go up and you say, okay, it's time to fight. Okay, it's time to start looking for those opportunities. What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I use this? It's actually thrilling. It's thrilling. I mean, why do you think? Why do people climb huge mountains like Mount Everest, K2? Why do they do it? It's because it's difficult. Because it's a challenge. There's no logical reason to do it. And if you read or see interviews from people who have done it, it's a, it can be a pretty horrible, tough experience with a huge amount of suffering. So why do they do it? Because the challenge of doing it pushes them to grow stronger mentally and physically. That challenge causes them to rise up to face that challenge. That's the power of it. And in fact, we know, we know, you know from your own experience, we know in general from humanity that if we don't have any problems, if we have no problems, no challenges, no difficulties, nothing wrong happens. How do we feel? Bored. Bored. We soon become extremely bored. Bored and then lazy. Bored and lazy is what happens without problems, without challenges, without difficulties. We become bored and fat and lazy. We, in fact, as this gets worse and worse, longer and longer, we become miserable. We actually suffer if we don't have problems. We actually suffer if we don't have challenges. Think about that. Isn't that interesting? We are designed. Our minds and our bodies are designed to face difficulty, to face and overcome challenges, to learn constantly from difficulty, from problems. This is the great news. This is the good news. This is what positive thinking means. Seeing the whole picture. Sure, the problems can be bad. Sure, there is evil in the world. Sure, many problems are indeed very painful. And this is how we grow. And this is how we learn. And this is how we become wiser and stronger and better. Both. 
Both. Both are necessary. Both are essential. So, positive thinking, positive leadership, an important value of effortless English. But don't get confused by what that means. It's a deeper wisdom and understanding of accepting problems and challenges, even welcoming some problems and challenges as opportunities for growth. All right, so don't try to ignore the difficulties in your life. Just start being an opportunity hunter with them. Start hunting for opportunities. Your life is going to be so much more interesting and fun and happy. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com Bye for now.